The following is a GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street production. You've discovered your link to GoPowerCat.com's PowerCat Breaking Podcast, presented by 24-7 Sports, and it starts right now. Now, let's go to the WTC gig-powered studios. Here's your host, GoPowerCat.com publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. Welcome to our first breaking podcast. We haven't done one of these yet, but a big basketball commitment for Bruce Weber's program. Luke Kazupki is in the house. First, just give me a breakdown of this young man. You get a nice addition here. He's he's six foot six, so you have a, a tall guy that can get in there. You know, it's, he's not just going to be a shooter. He's not just going to be a, you know, a guard out on the wing. He's going to be able to get in there, get rebounds. He, he can stroke it. I mean, I got I don't know how else to to say it other than just bluntly. I mean, if you want to look at at the summer um, this season with Mocan, Mocan went out and won Peach Jam this year, and and Luke was just he was phenomenal um, from start to finish. You know, the regular season tournaments as they call him, you know, Indianapolis, Dallas. He shot 43.5% from the field. Three-point shooting was a little bit spotty. He was he was in the 30s at 32.5, but he still got the ability to knock down the three ball. And, and that was just this summer. He lit it up in high school. I mean, he, he was scoring in and out every game as a junior. I think he's probably only going to go uh, even better yeah. as, as a senior this year. Can't help but point out the 50-point game, too, he had. As a junior, he scored 50 against Parkway North in a tournament. And the only other two players to do that were Jason Tatum and Bradley Beal in the school's history at at Chaminade in in Missouri. So heck of a get that I think, you know, now you've got your point. You've got your point guard with Nigel Pack. You've got a shooting guard with Luke Kazuki now. Now you got to go to big. Right, I mean yeah, that's absolutely. where they got to turn now. Absolutely, they need to. But this is a really nice pickup. This is a kid that's on the cusp of being a four star, and uh, even was at one point. Yeah, and they go back into St. Louis and do some damage. They have found a nice little niche in that market, haven't they? It's been longer than just this recent team, the roster right now. Um, but you do look at it right now. Xavier Sneed, obviously, going to lead the team this year from that St. Louis area. He was a four star. Sean Neal Williams is going to it looks like he's going to contribute in a big way right now levi stockard still looking for him to develop but he he came out of that area they've continued to hit this hard with chris lowry and and that's that's probably the strength that chris brings to the staff right now is his ties to the st louis community to mocan elite to bradley beal elite whatever all those, those those area schools those area players He's doing a very good job of getting in there and recruiting it hard, and, and they're still hitting it up for future classes, for this class as well. There's no question that St. Louis is their, their stomping grounds. You know, That's where they're going to get their, their big pl- Yeah, yeah, that's, that's their big players is, is out of St. Louis. And um, it almost feels like sometimes they're, <laughs> they're going to go into St. Louis and get a kid before they're going to get anybody out of Kansas. Not that there's been better players for them to go get in Kansas. I don't mean it that way. It just feels like they turn to St. Louis first and, and good for them for doing that because it's become a crucial part of that recruiting base. And on to big men. They've got to get one. They've got to get an impact guy, don't they? Yeah, I mean, they really do. We've talked about it at length before, you know, about the the lack of of landing impressive players at the big man spot and then the lack of developing them when they get to K-State. Because you can land an underrated player, but you got to keep developing them. Right. They're in on a few right now. Uh, they missed on on Kirion Powell recently, who I thought they had a good chance with because he was a teammate of Nigel Pack 
with Indy Heat this summer on the recruiting trail, but he ended up going to Houston. Um, you know, apparently his his connection with that staff had been pretty strong for quite some time. The word concerned might not be accurate for the big man spot, but I'm definitely getting to a point where I'm kind of trying to figure out who they're going to go get. They're out on Ryan Kalkbrenner. He he's the the six foot eleven, essentially seven footer. He was from St. Louis as well, or is from St. Louis as well. They're out on him. Um, I don't know who who kind of axed that relationship first, but it doesn't sound like it's a thing anymore. They're in the top twelve for John Hughley, but. <laughs> 12 teams i mean that's that, I, i'm also in the top 12 it, i don't even have a basketball team. yeah congratulations yeah. on making the top 12 so those two are out and those were the ones that or well i guess they're not really out on you i shouldn't say that but it's starting to sound like he's looking more nebraska miami um were two schools that are really sticking out according to some people so there's they're not really considered the top targets still now you know, I can get into more detail at this for our VIP subscribers at GoPowerCat.com. They had Davian Bradford, a St. Louis product, and and Mocan teammate of Luke Kazuki. He was on the visit with Luke this past weekend, so I, I got to think that that made some sort of an impression. But I'll be blunt, he has not been open to communication since the visit ended. I've cold called him multiple times, texted him. He's just not picking up the phone, so it's really tough to get a read. Um, and then there's also a kid that, that just left Sunrise, went out to Aspire in, in uh, Louisville. Name, uh, his name is Jethro Miskaden. And K-State's in the mix. They're getting an official visit from him. But uh, it's just really tough. It's, it's early in his process right now. So those are kind of the names you're looking at right now on the big men. But in my opinion, you got to land one of those ones, whether it's Hughley, whether it's Miskaden, whether it's getting Bradford in. They've done a phenomenal job in this class of, hey, these are the guys we want, and we're going to go out and we're going to take them. Because they haven't done that a whole lot recently. They've been striking out on attempts one and two, and sure, they hit a home run, but it's the third option. Yeah. So they, they knocked that one out of the park. Well, let's not dwell on the negative too much, man. This is a nice pickup to go with Nigel Pack. This is a good start to a very crucial recruiting class to, to back up what they accomplished in this, this year's recruiting class, the freshmen that are on campus, because in my opinion, these two classes are the foundation for many years to come. Mm-hmm. And and that backs up the thought that they, they have to go find another big man, but boy, getting two guards of this stature for Kansas State helps. Well, and you look a little bit down the line and, and you know, you've already got Dejuan Gordon in the program. He's learning this year, so he can come in. He's probably going to be their two guard, I think, this season as a freshman. So he's an experienced two guard later down the line. Then you can put Luke at the three if he if he develops uh, strong enough. You can put Nigel at the one. You've got three starting players that I think can make an impact on the team a few years down the road just out of this small recruiting class. And, and you know, that sets up so much – a, success for the program, B, stability for the program, and C, future success on the recruiting trail because they're going to keep winning, hopefully, and obviously that translates to better results in, uh, with, with these recruits. I, I don't think we can overemphasize how much the Big 12 championship and, and the Elite Eight run has, has sparked basketball recruiting right now. So I think the guard spot's in a phenomenal place right now, and, and getting Luke, man, that, that was big because – there was a time where, you know, Xavier was in on him. Missouri was starting to pick up steam. Maybe Illinois was going to was gonna jump in there and Brad Underwood. 
and I really was starting to think, man, that's it's going to be tough to fend off a lot of them. But but Bruce got the job done, and and big kudos to him because that that's a massive win. I, I just can't really put it any other way. Kansas State lands its second verbal commitment of the 2020 basketball recruiting class. Keep following along at GoPowerCat.com. That was Riley Gates, and he is all over it for our VIP subscribers. Thanks for listening to this breaking podcast at GoPowerCat.com. You've been listening to the PowerCat Breaking Podcast, presented by 24-7 Sports. PowerCat Podcast, all rights reserved, gopowercat.com and Spirit Street Publishing.